Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of the Multiverse Fancast. I'm Ronnie, and with me, as always, is Mags. How are you doing today, Mags? I am doing splendid today. How are you today, Ronnie? I am doing super-duper fantastic. That's so today. many words. Why so many words? No, it's one word. It's just hyphenated. Oh! Yeah. Can you spell it? Yeah. I-T. Uh... Uh, I don't get it. Dad jokes. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, in today's episode, we are going to do our review on the movie of the year, Deadpool. Your movie of the year, <laughs> Deadpool. Yes. Yes. Um, but to start things off, we just got a little bit of news that Max is going to tell us about. I am? Yes, you are. All right. So, uh, first up, it, it's really all going to be casting news and character news, but, uh, the first, considering this is one of the more meta episodes we're going to do, because, you know, Deadpool's a very meta character, this one we thought was just fun. Uh, Anna Kendrick, famously known for movies like Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. 2, probably Pitch Perfect 3. The new uh, Mike and Dave go to a wedding. Yeah, we really wanted to see that, actually. (laughs) Uh, She just, uh, in an interview or something, she released who, which Marvel character she would love to play, and she wants to play Squirrel Girl, and it is going viral all over with, uh, on the internet, and for those of you guys who don't know, Squirrel Girl is one of those characters who, literally, dumbest power set you can imagine. She has a tail, and she can communicate with squirrels. But she's considered one of the most powerful characters. She actually defeated Thanos by herself. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they'll ever make that movie. But considering no. Deadpool's incredible success, it looks like they could make a movie with that. And it could be successful. Not for a while. Not for a while. No. Yeah. Not until the 79th Alvin and the Chipmunks movie hits. Oh, then, yeah. then maybe. Yeah, right? Um, All right, anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> On that fun note, yeah, uh, we do have some very exciting casting news that I know you and I have been talking about now for a couple of days. Draco. Tom Felton of... Draco. Draco Malfoy, Draco. yes. <laughs> Tom Felton of Harry Potter fame. Uh, he played Draco Malfoy in all the movies. Uh, all he, of them. He will be guest... Uh, not guest starring. He'll be a series regular on season three of The Flash playing a character named Julian Dorn. Now... Yeah. We researched Julian Dorn and could not find anything, so he seems no. like he's going to be an original character for the show. Yeah. Basically um, another CSI guy. Yeah, somebody who kind of, I don't want to say challenges Barry, but it's almost like a rival to him. Yeah. But, you know, the, Flash is famous for giving us characters with different names, and then some of them are like, oh, it's actually this character. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. Uh, gotcha. So I'm excited to see him on. You know, yes. he's a he's a fine actor. Yeah, I've seen him in a couple of other things, but really, Harry Potter's what he's known for. Yes. Um, and speaking of Flash, the first episode of season three, the title has been announced as Flashpoint. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Uh, we're we're. I'm cautiously just, optimistic. Yeah. Uh, I'm just still <laughs> bummed about it, though. Like, yeah, we're still of, still a little. Uh, down the middle on it. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, we also have some casting news for the new Power Rangers reboot. Uh, go, go, Power Rangers! They better do that theme song, and they better do it better than uh, the Ghostbusters theme song yeah, that just I mean, got released. We're not talking about that horrendous atrocity. I'm the only one that likes it in the entire universe, it seems. But anyway, uh, Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad fame, and who should have been Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman, is going to be he's playing... He's too old. He's not too old. For yeah. the Lex Luthor they wanted. For the Lex Luthor they made. But um, he will be playing Zordon in the new Power Rangers reboot. One of the bigger names, along with, um, who's that girl from uh, The Hunger Games who had all the weird makeup? She's playing Rita. Oh. Let, it was Elizabeth Banks? Yes, yes Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. So th- also two- part of Pitch Perfect. Sorry. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's ironic. Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect. We totally too. planned that <laughs> one, guys. But um, they're the kind of the biggest names of this Power Rangers movie. Yes. So. Um, and then last bit of news that we want to talk about is, um, rumor has it, there's a lot of speculation that, uh, Ghost Rider is going to be making an appearance on Marvel's Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. It started off with, uh, they were doing some promotion and they had an advertisement with a flaming chain wrapped around it on, I think it was like a bus or something like that. Yeah. So it started a lot of talk and now there's only, no pun intended, fuel being added to the fire. Uh, uh, um, get it? I don't... You saw both... We saw both Ghost Rider movies, right? Yes. Um, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Crazy Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed them-ish. You know, yeah, they were... They were they, 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 
I'm not. The, the no, first no, no. one was kind of before. Mar- the first one was before Marvel really hit its stride. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, these things work. Let's start just yeah. pumping them out. And then uh, the second one was kind of like... They were average. They were average. They were completely average. Yeah. Still better than uh, Fan 4 Stick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, we don't um, talk about that. We don't talk about that. So that's really... That's all the news I got. So the news, all right. So we'll switch on over to the big part of this episode, which I said earlier, is our review on Deadpool. Um, to get things started, though, we will be talking about the history of Deadpool and who he actually is. Ninja um, Spider-Man. Yes, basically. It's basically like a combination of Spider-Man and Wolverine. Like, he's got his, you know, his healing abilities and all that, just like Wolverine. And he's got his costume mm-hmm. look and his flippiness from Spider-Man. His flippiness? Yeah. Is that the technical terminology? Yeah, you, you've never heard of that before? <laughs> All Where right. have you been? Uh, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Canada. Well, it's funny that we did this episode. So we've been talking about this episode for a long time, and we were very excited to do it, but apparently last week was uh, Canada Day. And My birthday. Well, yes. Your, birth- last your birthday week? was yesterday. Yesterday. July 1st. Your birthday was yesterday, and Canada Day was also celebrated yes. earlier this week. So, Only if I, I was Canadian. Well, Deadpool apparently is Canadian. Yes. That's why they got Ryan Reynolds to do it. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, you learn something new every day. Yeah, he's the biggest Canadian star ever. And yes, that does include Drake and Justin Bieber. Who's, wait, Drake from Drake and Josh or Drake the singer? Drake the singer is Canadian. Canadian? Yes. Really? Yep. What part? I believe he's from Toronto, like the Toronto area. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Learning something new every day. All those kids who are on summer well, vacation. Well, it's like deja vu all over again. How's this deja vu? Because he said you learn something new every day, like... Two seconds oh, ago when I, I said did. Ryan That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm learning something new about myself every day, too. Every day's a new adventure, Ronnie, as we all know. Well, it's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, where do you want to start with our boy Deadpool? I'll just give a little brief history on the character. Um, talk about all his, maybe not all his abilities because he has so many. Mm-hmm. But um, just his abilities and his satchel. His satchel, his magic satchel. <laughs> Alright, well, I have a, a very brief biography of Wade Wilson himself. Uh, the character's backstory has been presented as vague and subject to change, and within the narrative, he is unable to remember his personal history due to a mental condition. Whether or not his name is even Wade Wilson is the subject of speculation, since one of his nemesis, T. Ray, claims that he is the real Wade Wilson, and that Deadpool is a vicious murderer who stole his identity. Dun, dun, dun. There have been other dubious stories about his history. At one point, the supervillain Loki claimed to be his father. Frequently, revelations are later retconned or ignored altogether. And in one issue, Deadpool himself joked whether he was actually Wade Wilson depends on the writer or the re- or the, what the reader prefers. <laughs> he is professed to be Canadian. The original story had him joining the Weapon X program after being kicked out of the United States Army Special Forces and giving an artificial healing factor based on Wolverine, one of the head scientists named... Dr. Oh, God. Dr. Kilbrew. You're going to be... If you're named Dr. Kilbrew, you're going to be a, yeah. a bad guy. It's just given. But like um, Kilgrave. A couple of things about Deadpool is, number one, he is completely aware that he is a fictional comic book character. His most well-known attribute is commonly breaking the fourth wall. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, in entertainment, the fourth wall is what separates the character and the story from the reader, the, reader, the, the viewer, whoever. Basically, every time you watch a movie or TV and they look at the camera directly, they're breaking the fourth wall. They're mm-hmm. acknowledging the existence that of you, in the audience. TV or something. Yes. Um, so, yeah. more the, He's actually a more recent character. You know, we, yeah. we talk a lot about like characters like Superman or Batman who are Been around for years, 80 years, years old yeah. almost. And Deadpool, mid-80s, I want to say. Yeah. About um, 20, 20 to 30 years old. It's years. funny. We, we joke that um, he's like... A, Ninja Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, his original comic book cover had the same... It was the same cover as the original Spider-Man cover. So it was like a nice homage to him. And speaking of homage, we can't even not mention that Wade Wilson, uh, Deadpool, <laughs> is, a, is a complete and total parody of Slade Wilson, also okay. known as Deathstroke Death Determinator. Yes. So, um, yeah, his biggest uh, ability is his healing factor. 
Um, and it depends on the writers how effective it really is. Um, we'll talk more about it in the movie, kind of yeah. how they portray his healing ability because it's much <laughs> slower than it typically is in the comics. Yes, but um, the, they did. I think they did that for a comedic twist. Yeah, especially um, the T-Rex the scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, he is effectively immortal. Uh, apparently, he's in future stories. He's still around. He's been able. He's been blown up, shot. Uh, melted, I think, yeah. so typically he has to reconnect his head to his body to yeah. to kind of come back from it, but um, he's very resistant to uh, drugs and toxins, um, he, can't, he can be affected by certain drugs like tranquilizers if a large enough dosage is hit with him. Yeah. Uh, he's a highly trained assassin and mercenary, adept to multiple forms of martial arts, and an expert swordsman and marksman. Uh, he is sometimes portrayed as having superhuman strength, um, I don't really think we saw too much of that. We, in the movie. No. I really just saw he got really... so much more acrobatic. Yeah, we didn't see any strength, really. Um, let's see. He's multilingual. He is, let's see, he has a device that allows him to teleport. Mm-hmm. Uh, also create holographic disguises. He has what's commonly known in uh, works of fiction, the magic satchel, which contains unlimited weapons and ammunition. And like I said, he's completely aware that he's a fictional character. He all, Deadpool knows he has a Wikipedia article and hopes his fans... Keep his page updated. <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> wow, that's actually really yeah. funny. Uh, I didn't read that far. <laughs> so but. basically, basically, he's got healing powers. He's got unlimited arsenal. He's got great acrobatics. Sometimes he's got super strength. So basically, he's like, take all your basic superheroes and blend them together and that's Deadpool. Just with a big mouth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to touch base a little bit more on the, the Deathstroke thing? I would love to because you and I, all week we've been kind of talking about this episode and getting ready for it and one thing we did do was um, there is a series on online from uh, this webpage called Screw Attack and they yep. do these death battles. Um, they did one for Deadpool and Deathstroke, and they're very thorough with their research, and not always 100% with uh, the fans, because they did Superman versus Goku twice, (laughs) and the fans were still like, no, Goku, spoiler alert, Um, (laughs) but um, they did this great breakdown, with Deadpool breaking their fourth wall, um, about who would win in a fight between the two of them. Because they both have very similar abilities and, yes. and powers, but uh, without spoiling anything, uh, we highly recommend you go check it out. Because um, yeah. it was it was a good watch for us because we were just sitting there laughing as there yeah. most of it. But uh, it was a lot of fun to see him uh, kind of meet up with because with, <laughs> with basically himself. Yeah, well, you know what? It's funny because in backstory they're very similar. In terms of uh, looks, they're very similar, but in yeah. terms of personality. No. Complete opposites. Deathstroke's like that stern, like... Militaristic. By the book. And Deadpool's kind of like, yeah, I'm here to have fun. Basically. I'll do whatever I want. I don't care. (laughs) And have fun doing it. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much the history on him. Um, Do we want to start... We want to just go right into a little... The summary of it? Like, basically a little synopsis of Uh, it? Well, I think that we can't... Do we, we can't talk, talk about this character of Deadpool without talking about As the origin story. Oh god! Um, where we first see Deadpool in a movie with X Men. I don't want to. <laughs> don't make me. But we gotta. All right. So because that kind of what set this whole thing off. Yes, and then well, we'll also we'll also talk about what really set this thing off because um, we just watched the Honest trailer. Yeah. Mentioned it. Uh, so. Wade Wilson, his first movie appearance was in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, still portrayed by Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Because Ryan Reynolds has been so passionate about, about playing oh, Deadpool yeah. for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. He's basically in two scenes. Yes. The very beginning and the very end. And you keep crying over there, so... Um, <sighs> Alright, well, let's talk about it really quick. Let's talk about what we liked um, a Ryan Reynolds, he's just yeah so darn charming. You you have a B because Ryan Reynolds is in this oh, movie. Okay. 
Um, so in X Men Origins Wolverine, he's part of the Weapon X Weapon X Task Force, and um, he has a, a a decently cool opening scene. He cuts a bullet yeah. in half. That was that was pretty that was cool. And just listening to him talk is just funny because yeah. apparently. Like, you see scenes where they're all laughing, and they're really just laughing because Ryan Reynolds got no script. He was just like, yeah. they were like, you're Wade Wilson, go whatever you want, whatever you want, yeah, go. <laughs> um, so, halfway through the movie, it's implied that he's been killed, and then you find out at the end... Surprise, surprise. They created what they call Weapon 11, which is a character from the comics, too, a different character completely. But, um, basically, they took all the powers that they were harnessing and put it into one... Deadpool. Um, and so that's pretty much it for that. <laughs> yeah, but they, like, they gave him all these... They gave him teleportation, Wolverine's healing powers, uh, adamantium blades coming out of his arms, which looked very inconvenient. Yeah. Um, Cyclops' optic blast, and yeah, Wolverine and Sabretooth kill him, but he's, in one of the post credit scenes, he's actually alive. Yeah. So... It's weird, because that movie took place in, like, the 70s. X-Men's timeline is so messed up, you can't yeah, keep track. Yeah, uh, that's why I don't even bother with it. So, we got this version. It's still technically the same Wade Wilson, but now that the history's been altered... Yeah. I guess it's a different Wade Wilson? I mean, it really is, because we see him get created in this movie, in the Deadpool movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was very different than what... They did in Wolverine. Yeah. But um, let's. you want to talk about the test footage leak? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so, a few years before this movie was made, the scene got leaked, suppo- supposedly by accident, quote, quote. Uh, big rumor is that Ryan Reynolds himself yeah. was, was... The kinda, one that leaked it by accident. Yeah, and it's the it's basically the highway scene Yeah. of him. He's sitting on the bridge listening to... Shoot, shoot, dad. But, um, and, you know, he drops into the car and he's, like, fighting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they took the same scene put it in the actual movie. Yes. I think it's pretty pretty much the opening scene. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, so there was just so much positive vibe from that that the fans were like, we want we this movie. We need it. So and we got it. We did get it. Thank God. But uh, you want to jump into it? This is your this is your baby here. This is my baby. This is what you've been waiting for. This <laughs> I is, have when been. we started the podcast, I promised you this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, brief little synopsis, and by brief we do mean brief. Unlike when we usually say brief, and it's like twenty eight minutes long synopsis. What? Um, yeah. What's so, yeah, pretty much. Basically, what the movie's about is. Wade Wilson is a mercenary with a heart of gold. With a heart of gold, who finds out he has cancer. Um, he gets approached and says, "Basically, we could create you into a super soldier, and you can live forever and be awesome. And be awesome." And he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'll just sit here and drink the cancer away." Paraphrasing yes. slightly, but not so slightly. And then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, I can't do this to my girl. So he goes, gets the procedure done. Turns out they don't know what they're doing down there. That's not even that. They're just... Uh, they don't know what they're doing down they're there. Gonna bid, they're going to create him into a weapon and then and sell, sell him off. Yeah. So basically, they don't know what they're doing down <laughs> there. So basically, he gets injected with all this stuff, gives him all these different abilities... Um, blows up the place in a nice little battle. Where he was naked. Yes. Yeah. Um, see a lot of Ryan Reynolds in this yep. movie. And then basically the rest of the movie is him trying to get back his looks. And, and if I looked like Ryan Reynolds, yes. I'd be doing that exactly. for the whole movie too. And so he goes around trying to find Francis. Francis. <laughs> By the way, full spoilers for this movie, in case you haven't figured that one out. It's been out for a while, so, but still. Yeah, so we're not going to have a non-spoiler section. We're going to go straight into Straight this. into it. Um, let's yeah. start with the biggest thing, and I know that this was a challenge that you and I had when we went to go see it. This is not a kid's movie. No. Deadpool has gotten so exceptionally popular over the last couple of years. This is so rated R. There's an opening... Sex montage. Yeah. That, that's how the movie kind of starts. 
We had kids <laughs> in our theater. Yeah. Like, parents brought their 10-year-olds, and we were kind of like... Why? What? Yeah. Um, I know that, that when we saw it, that kind of took away from it a little bit for us, and it kind of made us a little like... <sighs> yeah. But it was still really funny. Oh, it was still really funny. But um, it's not a kid's movie. And no. It's now officially the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Yes. How crazy is that? Um, I'm trying to think of other successful R-rated superhero movies, and really only the Blade movies come to mind. Yeah. Which is funny, because Ryan Reynolds was in the third one, which was horrible. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, I like... Uh, that's weird to think that highest R-rated. It's, it's a big know? thing. Um, and it's, I mean, it's outdone all the superhero movies we've had released to us in the past... How many years? Uh, I don't even know. I know it beat Thor, Five? Iron Man, Captain America, Batman vs. Superman, I, all the other X-Men movies. Um, I don't think it beat the Avengers movies. I think those are the only yeah. superhero movies that kind of still hold, hold up on to, to it. it. Mm. Which which is great because people were on the fence about this movie after seeing him in um, Wolverine. Wolverine. Um, but this was nothing like what you saw. In a Wolverine, so that was very good for them. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, <laughs> we're kind of laughing just because this movie's also—it's so funny. Yeah, and you're just replaying stuff in your head. We, we were thinking about just like all the different quotes we were going to have during this episode and which ones we actually could say. We could say a lot. There are a lot that we can say. Um, can we say the avocado thing? Yeah, we can. Yeah, right? Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah. Because that's, that's how you look. The trailers. That's not how I look. <laughs> I'm not the older avocado. <laughs> but um, do you want to talk? I mean, the story is super simple. It, it basically is a, a love slash revenge story. Yeah. There's really more to say about it's it. It's more of a revenge than a love story, though. No, he does it all for her. Yes, but it's more of a revenge so. story because it's... He's going revenge against him, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he took my ex-girl fiancé? Technically fiancé. Fiancé, because they did the ring pop. Literally. <laughs> Where um, he keistered it. He, oh, God, too soon. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> do you want to talk, uh, you want to go character by character then? Yeah, why not? Go big or go home, am I right? Ladies? Sorry. I got ahead of myself. Literally. Uh -huh. Um, Ryan Reynolds, human perfection. Right, done. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, he was perfect for Deadpool. And oh, yeah. Um, he, apparently he did do revisions on the scripts, but you could tell he was just kind of there, like, they're like, here's the general idea of what we're going to do. And uh, why don't you just go with it? Ugh. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Potty mouth, potty mouth, potty mouth. <laughs> a That's lot. all I got is potty mouth. A lot of jokes about the male anatomy in this movie. Yeah. Um, unicorns. There are a fair amount of unicorns. <laughs> um, I, I have to say, he's like ripped in this movie too. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't mention, though. So basically in this movie, he gets injected with what they say a latent X gene. Yeah. And for those of you guys who don't know, in the comics, the X gene is what creates mutants. Yes. That's what makes them develop their powers. So he gets, I don't know if it's, an, if it's like a synthetic one or one taken from somebody else, but basically in the comics, he was injected with Wolverine himself, like his healing power. Yeah. And what happens is it causes, the cancer isn't cured, but his body just heals faster than the cancer can kill him. Yeah. And he's covered in tumors. Those are all cancer tumors. Tumors, yeah. They don't really explain it in this movie. They're just like, oh no, he's ugly now. Yeah. They kind of make it seem like it was... I think they make it seem like it was a burn from when he blew up. No, because it happened the in the oxygen tank. Because of a lack of, lack of oxygen. Yeah, they, they don't ever really they explicitly don't, yeah. say it. Um, they make it seem like it's also it could be a side effect just of the, uh, the treatment. Yeah. But... Um, we only the only characters we've seen with that treatment were Ajax himself. Yes, so it seems like, and also whatever her name is. What's the bad um, guy? Enforcer, the yeah. UFC chick. 
don't even know her. Um, I don't even remember her real name. Gina Serrano is her real name. Yeah, who did she um, match? She played. Is that the name of it? Angel Dust. Angel Dust. What? Yes. What kind of name is it? Oh, he does call her Angel every once in a while. Yeah, that's right. They never yep. call her Angel Dust. No, her last name's Dust. Oh, <laughs> just in case you didn't know that. Mr. Pool. <laughs> Captain Dust? Deadpool, actually. Captain Deadpool. Nah, <laughs> just Deadpool. Um, yeah, so Ryan Reynolds was just, he was just so perfect. Who would you like to talk about next? Um, do we want to talk about Dopinder? Dopinder? <laughs> uh, Dopinder, the cab driver, was just... Um, well, let's let's do our little um, our little nod to what we learned while during research. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds asked that they name. I think it was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He had a childhood uh, classmate named Joe Pender who was unfortunately killed, being struck by lightning. Yeah. And he asked that they name that character Joe Pender uh, in his honor. Uh, I <laughs> I was dying whenever Joe Pender was on the one of the funniest yeah. scenes. Is when he's in the cab at the end, and Dopender's like he's got the the guy in the bat in the trunk, and yeah. Deadpool's like berating him, but at the same time praising him. He's like, I because can't got, believe you do yes. that. I'm so proud. Because of he's you. got classes, and like I didn't tell him to do that. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Him. <laughs> um, um, yeah. He was just. It was great. Uh, yeah. He was kind of the audience. Yes. And um, a Chris Pie Five is always a great way to. You know, yeah. And he actually has Deadpool in his cell phone with the mask and everything. Yeah. Um, so next, do we want to talk about the, um, excuse me, about the villain, Ajax? Francis. Ajax. Francis. Ajax. His name is Francis. It's actually Ajax. Yeah, we can talk Ajax, or as he's called in the credits, a British villain. <laughs> Ed Screen played Ajax. Ed Screen? Yes. Oh. I think that's how you pronounce it. S-K-R-E-I-N. Screen. 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 Why not Screen? Screen. I like Screen better. Yeah, Screen does sound better. But yeah, so Ajax, basically the big villain, he is the doctor. Um, they never call him doctor or something, so I don't know if he's really a doctor. Dr. Francis. Or if he's like the, a muscle or whatever, but um, basically he's the one that was torturing Wade Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically a mutant in himself. But it, it seems like he was injected the same yes. way. Um, just he didn't turn out to be ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he's super strength. He does and, show some um, super strength. Can't feel any pain. Can't feel any pain, but can still be hurt. Yes. We we do. Well, not hurt. Like he could be in. He could be damaged. Yeah. He doesn't feel it though. Um. So he was kind of just there. Yeah. There wasn't anything really special about him. Um. No. I mean, you didn't really see him unless he was fighting Deadpool. Yeah. Um. That was it. That and when he's uh, kidnaps. Um, Vanessa. Vanessa. That's that's really the only time you see him, which is cool. I kind of like that in a villain where you don't really see him doing anything. Yeah, I mean, like in all honesty, this was a Deadpool movie, and yeah, because sometimes you get what I like to call the Loki factor. Yes. where the villain becomes way more popular than the than the hero. Yes, and then you get like the spinoff. I don't want an Ajax spinoff. Oh yeah. You know, I'd rather they kind of just play it safe for his first movie. Yeah, and. Um, you know, Ajax did what he did. Yep. Cool name, too. Ajax. Yeah. Dish soap. So. Yeah, pretty much. Fun. Um, next, who do you want to talk about next? you want to talk about our um, our X-Men next? It, I, I mean... I feel like there's this mansion's so big, it's, but there's never anybody here. The two X-Men we have. It's like the studio ran out of money or yeah. something. <laughs> You want to talk about a Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead? That's the coolest name ever! <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Colossus. Uh, Alright. We've seen him in other X-Men movies. Yeah. I think, uh, I think three total. He had uh, a little cameo in X2. Mm-hmm. A slightly bigger role in X3. They Get actually it? Bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, then he was in Days of Future Past. Yes. Now, they recasted him in this, and they... Changed his look around, and they finally gave him his actual Russian accent. Yes. Um, he was big. Like, he was real big. He was, he was real big. And we never see him in his human form. No. Uh, the work it took to make Colossus, though, supposedly is crazy. Like, yeah. I think they had... Forever? Like, four different people. Yeah. But um, apparently, the original guy, Daniel Cudmore, he declined the role. 
Which is weird, because I don't know why. Maybe he's just tired of becoming Colossus, but... And not having a face? Yeah. Basically um, being... Well, I wonder if... Um, just a voice. I wonder if, if Daniel Cudmore had done the role, if they would have changed seeing him in his human or metal form. Yeah. Maybe the transformation was too expensive. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it looked great either way. Like, there was no need to see him in his human form. Oh, no, not at all. Um, but, like, he's sitting there eating breakfast at, like, the mansion table. Just, like, yeah. With this tiny spoon. <laughs> yeah. And full of cereal. But, um, he's apparently a mentoring Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. Um, but mentoring, keeping an eye on her so she doesn't blow up. <laughs> So she doesn't blow up. Get it? Uh, I get it. Oh, uh, you get it? Uh, she oh. was fun just because she was such a millennial. Yeah, she uh, played, like, the perfect teenager. Oh, God. At this, was... like, time. Yeah, it, it was definitely... She's, like, tweeting right before she starts playing. Yeah, you know, texting on her phone, tweeting, and just they, they chewing her, her gum, like... I was surprised they actually gave her the full-on X-Men suit. Yeah. And it looked good. It looked, oh, you know, it did. got the yeah. nods on. Uh, in the comics, her powers are slightly different. Yeah. She's a telepath in the comics, and she can see the future slightly. Mm -hmm. And this, she blows up. She, yeah. She go boom. Which, yeah. her name makes a lot more sense for the go boom kind of exactly, thing. Exactly, right. And, uh, a warhead. You think of a warhead, you think of an atomic bomb, and that's basically what she is. Yeah, played by Brianna Hildenbrand. Yes. I don't, I'm not too familiar with her work, but I liked her mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. So that, um, apparently... This was the biggest challenge they had because they had to get permission from Marvel with uh, the director talking directly to Kevin Feige to get mm -hmm. permission. And they, they were like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're fine. Awesome. I'm sure there's more red tape to it. Yeah. Um, who do you want to go for next? Do we want to talk about Vanessa? We can talk about Vanessa. The fiance? Played by, played by Moriana Karen, I want to say. Karen, yeah. Uh, I've seen her in a lot of different things. She's... A, she's gorgeous, and yes. I think she's she was really cool. But um, I liked her that she she was not she was not a damsel in distress. Like she no. she punched me in the face as oh, soon as yeah. she could. Um, escort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Escort. She wasn't a prostitute. Well, you know the thing I like. She about, wasn't on the street. You had to call her to get her. No, you met her <laughs> in a bar. She's one of those classier yeah. escorts. Yeah. Um. They were just such a fun pair because they even say it. They're like, you know, my crazy matches your crazy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed her. She was really just kind of the there inspiration. Yeah. That pool, like what he wanted to. He really wanted to get good looking for her. Yes. I mean, I would want to look like Ryan Reynolds mm -hmm. in general, but. Yep. You. Um, who's next? Do we want to talk about um, Angel? As yeah, yeah, we can talk about. I Angel mean, there's. Us. I mean, she's basically the sidekick. The villain sidekick, yeah, um, enforcer almost. Um, not, not really. Any nothing story really. To her. No, uh, she's just got basically super strength, henchman speed. A. Yeah, um, she does. She does put up a good fight with Colossus. I'll say that, yeah. Um, which was surprising. Didn't see it coming. When she um, when she shot at him though, we all kind of like, oh. But you know what? I kind of love that because <laughs> his face rippled. Oh, <laughs> uh, her blouse comes undone. Yes, glass, like oh. Oh, you need to button no, it up. No, no. Your left one. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's so, so sweet. sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right to the junk. Um, Poor Colossus. Yeah. Now, probably my... F I don't know. Okay. Deadpool's my favorite character, but this is my second favorite character. It's, oh, boy. Weasel. Weasel. TJ Miller. Yes. Um, I actually have <sighs> this different second favorite character that we haven't talked about yet, so oh, really? I'm going to get to that in a minute. But yeah, he's definitely... He's the comic relief. Which is and funny which considering is, Deadpool's the comic, yeah, real comedic relief. Yeah. But he's, I think at times Weasel was funnier. Yes. But also he was so in, incredibly loyal to Wade. Oh, yeah. Which, um, Except when he voted. Except <laughs> when he voted against When he bet against him to can die. We, can we talk about the Deadpool? There was like some crazy names on that actual list. Like, yeah. I can't think of any offhand, but some of them were very strange. There was Booth. Booth was the big black guy. Oh yeah, yeah. There was well, there was uh, there was like celebrities on there too. I yeah, think Lindsay Lohan was on there. But uh, we're gonna have to look up all these Easter eggs and go oh, yeah. through them. But um, I still love the scene where he's in the bar and Ajax and Angel Dust come in. Yeah. And you know he he doesn't give up weight at all. No. And then all of the other people in the bar kind of stand up together against yep. him because I guess 
they don't really explain it, but I guess that's like a mercenary bar, and it's a mercenary yeah, they're all community. Mercs, mercs there, yeah. And that's how they get jobs and get paid. Never want to walk into that bar. No. <laughs> but that's why, in the beginning of the movie, we see Wade working that job as yes. the pizza guy yes. sort of thing, which was fun. And he ends up not taking the money for it. Because mm-hmm. I guess the teenager had all that babysitting money? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was... Uh, it was a cool concept that I'd like to see more of yeah. in the sequel. Yeah. And also it helps him get his name. Yeah. Captain Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let Go me on. get... Can I, can I just guess on who your second favorite was? Who's, who do you think my second favorite was? Was it his roommate, the blind lady? Yes, it was his roommate, <laughs> the blind lady. What was her name? Blind Al. Blind Al right? The character from the comics, just like Weasel and, and Ajax and yep. all of them. Um, the first time we see her, she goes to Ikea. She goes to Ikea. <laughs> well, that's not the first time we see They're her. They're arguing about the furniture. Um, but, uh, the first time we see her, she's in the laundromat with him, and it's right after he's kind of, we gotta talk about his montage, too. Yeah. Right after, and he's trying to get the blood out, and she's like, see, she suggests what to do about the blood. And then we see that same scene again, but it's like a fourth wall break inside yeah. the fourth wall break. So it's 16. That's like sixteen walls. Um, it, their their relationship was so weird. Yeah, but it made it so much more fun. Oh, I love how he always puts in this like sexual tension when there is it's none. not at all. <laughs> Just so you know, Al, I left a million dollars in the cure to blindness some, somewhere in the apartment. <laughs> Good luck. Oh man, um, he's so mean to her too. Yeah, which is even worse. But and um, she takes him. She gives it back too. Oh yeah, she's not afraid. She carries a gun around her ankle. Uh, she's definitely um, a funny character in terms of not what she says, but how she interacts with Deadpool. Because yeah. she's also the only one who's like not scared of him at all. No, and um, it's funny him living in like this little ramshackle apartment with her, yeah. <laughs> and um, he's got his Crocs. <laughs> What is, what is she, I think she calls them like duck shoes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because they squeak when he walks. <laughs> and um, the little, the tiny hands. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that when he's petting her. It's like a baby. Petting her chin. Why is your hand so small? <laughs> but, um, oh, man. I think that really catches all the the characters. We also yeah, have the um, names. We also have the, uh, the Agent Smith kind of looking guy. Um, yeah, the recruit. The recruit guy. The yes. Guy that recruits yeah. him. Um, Stan Lee does make his, uh, obligatory cameo, even though I don't think he really had anything to do with, uh, uh, Deadpool's creation. No, but it's a Marvel movie, so you have to get Stan Lee in there. And he actually came out and said he didn't like his, um, cameo. Because he didn't actually because, see the, yes. he didn't actually see the strippers. <laughs> That, it's that's so funny great. when uh, it's funny because like he's the DJ at the strip club and all yep. I think of was uh, Gabriel Iglesias it, yes, his joke Mike. about yeah apparently he was I never saw the the movie in its I entirety. didn't either I just saw the bigger parts but anyway uh, yeah, I don't get it I'll explain when you're older I haven't seen any of the movie it was on HBO um, <laughs> <laughs> I was channel surfing and I saw Channing Tatum and I had to stop um, Channing Tatum is supposedly still going to be uh, Gambit too we think um, they're still doing that movie? They're still doing that. But, uh, let's see, another character, and let, let's talk about this really quick, because one of their biggest things was they, they poked a lot of fun at the other Marvel movies. They mentioned, uh, the after credit scene mentions Nick Fury showing up, yep. and, um, there's a character in this movie, during the big climactic fight scene, where he stops, and he's like, Bob? Yeah. Now, in the comics, he is known as Hydra Bob. Uh, apparently he's a recurring character, and um, I'm just gonna kind of give you a little. He's a he's a fictional antihero, mm-hmm. and he's a member of Hydra. Yeah, and that's why he's called Hydra Bob. And he's constantly helps out Deadpool whenever he can, like almost unwittingly. Mm-hmm. And that's just like one of those things that they can't call him Hydra Bob because Hydra is by Marvel Studios. Yes, and X Men is Fox. Yeah. But apparently, and we forgot to mention this in news, we posted about it, we forgot to mention news. Uh, we'll t- maybe we'll talk about it at the end. Marvel and Fox kind yeah. of in talks. We'll talk about that at the end, I think. But um, there's also, did you notice what they were fighting on in the movie? Me. They were not fighting, what? I don't know. <laughs> so, we're, we're expected to believe it's a ship, like a, like a boat, like a, a 
oil liner or something like yeah. that. Yeah, oil tanker or something. Yeah, but it is actually, if you look at it, it's really a shield helicarrier they're fighting on. Really? Yeah. It's got the propellers. It, it's got the mm-hmm. flat. Yeah. They, now, the, the, the producers and director are like, no, it's not. Wink, wink. And uh, it really is. Yeah. It's a, a shield helicarrier. Like, this movie, the best thing about it was that it poked fun at the other Marvel movies. stuff. Marvel everything. Mar- just superhero movies in general. Deadpool is famous for it in their She's going to do a superhero landing. She's going to do a superhero landing. Yay! Superhero landing! <laughs> superhero landing. Bat on your knees. <laughs> Cue the music. Yeah. Um, supposedly, the reason that he forgot the bag in the the uh, car was because they really did run out of money. This movie had a very low budget, and that's why its, it's take is so big. Yes. Because... What did you, you, you check to see how much the budget was? The budget was $58 million. And as far as like superhero movies go, that, that's pretty low. That's pocket change for superhero movies. Yeah, like, I can't even tell you. I know Batman vs. Superman had, yeah. like, a couple hundred million. Yeah, this, this is definitely probably the, uh, just me guessing, uh, probably the lowest budgeted superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, unless... Uh, with the new Fantastic Four, because that's what it looked like, at least. Ooh, shots fired! <laughs> um, but yeah, for its budget, it did very well. It made $780.6 million. Can't complain, can you? No, and I'm sure <laughs> Ryan Reynolds... Um... Well, he was... I think he was one of the producers in it, too. Oh, I don't know that, but um, um, I want to say took such a like a low pay for this. Oh yeah, he's probably like, give it give it to other people, and um, I'll keep a little bit because I know there's a second one coming, and that all these people will be in it. Oh yeah, very <laughs> true. Um, yeah, it's it's um it's a unique case because you it really goes to show that it's not the spectacle and the money that gets put into one of these movies. It's really the. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the character and the script and all that. Exactly, because, y- yes, this was a simple script. Very. Very simple, but it worked, and it worked perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, to be honest with you, it's really hard to find wrong things with this movie. Oh, very true. I mean, like, you know, really, the only thing you can actually say is just its simplicity. Yeah. It's a simple movie. Um, it's basically like a... You're just a little comedy movie, mm-hmm. just throwing some superhero stuff there, throwing some mutants, okay. and that's what makes it uh, X Men movie. Even though it's technically, I mean, it technically is an X Men movie, mm. but it's not. And also, my favorite part about this movie was the um, the poking fun at Wolverine more than once. Yeah. Oh, so many times. My favorite Down though, under. my favorite was at the end. When she takes, when Vanessa takes off his mask. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's got the face like stapled into his head. Literally stapled yeah. too. We didn't notice that at first. Yeah. <laughs> A little picture of Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. stapled to his head. Oh, that was that was probably my favorite poke at any of the other moves. Even though it wasn't like him as Wolverine yeah. face, but everyone knows it was supposed to be. A little point at that, but and he also mentions him in the beginning. He's like, "Who did you have? Who did I have to to get this movie done?" Yeah, and I won't mention any names, but it rhymes with Wolverine. <laughs> oh man! So, you know, like I think the best thing to do is to look at the other superhero movies in comparison to this movie. Yeah, um, it's really hard. Batman vs Superman had the biggest worldwide opening yes. for a superhero movie. Ever. Yeah. More than Marvel's The Avengers. It, it took home in its opening week, weekend forty or uh, $422.5 million. This did, did nearly as much. Not at first. Um, the thing about this movie was such positive word. Yes. I think the opening weekend, I think it only did 150 Something along those lines. Million, something like, like that. It did really well. Oh, yeah. Like Trump, that's not pocket change or anything. But uh, we also I mean, had Civil War. Yes. Now, if we were to take those three big superhero movies, because we still have a couple more left yes. this year. Doctor Strange is really the only one that comes to mind. And Suicide Squad. How dare you forget about I'm Suicide Squad. And X, we had X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. If you had to... I already know your order for the most part. What would you rate the the superhero movies of 2016 so far? Um, it, Deadpool definitely is number one. 
Uh, what? Hands down. Hands down. Um, then probably... Probably Batman vs. Superman, then Wolver... Uh, oh, sorry. Then uh, X-Men. What about Civil War? Oh, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War would be two. I'd probably put that too, yeah. Um, See, my, my biggest one isn't isn't the uh, where Deadpool would go. Like, in terms of how much I enjoy Deadpool, it's, it's I'd say it was number two, actually, for me. Yeah. Batman vs. Superman and Civil War are really fighting for that number one spot for me. So whoever doesn't get it, it's number three? Yeah, we'll go that way. Um, so why wouldn't Deadpool be in that uh, for number one? Because, you know, Deadpool, if... Um, Deadpool would be number one for me if it if it at least pushed some boundaries in terms of the story. Okay. Um, it's very well executed and beautifully written and funny, like so yeah. funny. Um, my challenge is Batman v Superman had a lot of emotion for me because Superman is my favorite character of all time, and Deadpool yes. is probably one of is definitely one of yours. Yes. In fact, and I think in our first episode, yeah. he's your favorite Marvel character, and then Civil War had Spider Man in it. Yeah. So it's for me, it was a, it's a battle of my favorite superheroes, really. Okay. I will not lie, Civil War is probably the better written movie compared to Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Deadpool, it's just it, you can't even compare it to other superhero movies. It's so unique. Yeah, that, that's but the tough not part. in terms of its story. That's it's, the only thing. It, you've never seen a superhero movie like this before. Completely agree. Story-wise, you have. Yes. Character and execution-wise, never in a million no. years. And I don't think you ever will, except for Deadpool 2. But, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you won't see this in Spider-Man. You won't see this, like, in a X-Men movie unless Deadpool's in it. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I kind of put it in its own category. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all your other superhero movies, for the most part, are... Straight. Be serious with a little bit of comedy in it. Yeah. This is more comedy superhero with a little seriousness into it. And it's so self-aware that, you know, it's kind of, it's at this point where it's like, well, we know what we are. Yeah. They're not out there. They're not, you know, out there trying to be, oh, we have to be a serious movie. We have to be a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Or even Civil War. Yeah. You know, like, they're like, no, you know... He's called the Merc with a Mouth for a reason. What? You gotta make a movie based off of your character. Not based off of what other movies are doing. Based off of the character you are portraying. And they did that perfectly. And it's funny. This movie could not have been made 20 years ago. No. 15 years ago. Um, Just because it... Not even 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, like, you look at the other X-Men movies where they just started embracing the costumes and, yeah. and that sort of more fantastical side. And then you look at this movie where it's like, give them the outfit, give them yeah. the jokes, have him break the fourth wall. Because I remember that was a big question when the movie was first yeah. came in. They were like, is he going to break the fourth wall? Yeah. And he really only does when he's Deadpool. Yes. Occasionally as, like, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Not, or, like, wait when he, he's he does it. He does it once. When he's, when he's Wade Wilson, not Deadpool, not dressed in Deadpool. He does it once when he's all scarred up, though. Yes. Basically, once he gets the scars in terms of the narrative, that's he's when Deadpool. he starts... Yeah, that's when he becomes Deadpool yeah. and starts breaking the wall. But, um, I mean, this movie is just... That's what's so cool about it is mm-hmm. it's it was like the perfect timing for it. Yes. It was, definite, it was definitely a movie for fans. Oh, yeah, completely, 100%. You know. um, I would have loved to see more X-Men references. The best is, though, you know, I'm going to take you to the professor, and he's like, McAvoy or Stewart, these timelines are so confusing. Yeah. Um, that's definitely one of my favorite lines of the entire movie. Yes. Um, you and I were discussing your favorite line, you can't do the hand motion, but basically he goes to reach back. To punch Ajax, and he knocks Colossus right where... His most defining characteristic yeah, is. Right where... It should be. <laughs> and he moves his and hand around. And he goes to feel around and goes, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That gets me every time. I, there's something about that. Even, you know, I own the DVD. And in it, that's in there. Um, they're showing him. And they show him a classes with, like, the little catch balls on him. You know, uh, the, the motion, motion capture. capture stuff, yeah. And it's even really watch balls. Yeah. <laughs> 
was perfect for what we're yes, talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but like even just watching that, where it's like got nothing to it, I even laughed. I was like, oh yeah, he he does not. He's not shy about how no. much he's touching. Uh, the scene that always makes me laugh though the hardest is um, Ajax gets away and Negasonic Teenage Warhead points it out and yeah. he's like, your boy's getting away. He's like, <gasps> and he puts his hands on his face yeah. and then he looks back and forth really fast and it's like, <laughs> you know, also, I like the, um, when classes, they, when they're on the highway classes and then Negasonic are there and they're talking about all the destruction and the killing and then he's like, no more. And he's like, okay. And the guy falls from on top of the, uh, <laughs> from the, 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 the side. side yeah. The highway sign. He goes, he was up there before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was already up there. <laughs> um, yeah, like that was a, that was one of my other favorite things was uh, the the straight man to you know funny man comedy yeah. between the buddy cop aspect of him yeah. and Colossus. Colossus like doing that heartfelt speech about four or five moments to be yes. a hero, and <laughs> Deadpool just shoots the guy, <laughs> shoots poor Ajax. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you right were talking. And Colossus <laughs> throws up. Apparently, they were saying that yep. getting that sound and that visual effect were one of the hardest parts of yep. of the actual movie. Uh, I have. To, let's oh. talk about. You want to talk about the uh, the gag reel? Oh my god, I could watch that over and over, over and over again. My favorite uh, is they do the alternate takes. Yes, and one of them is. Uh, he Deadpool's like on top of these containers, mm-hmm. and he's like, "My stunt double's gonna come down there and kick your butt now." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, that's so perfect. Uh, it would've been even more perfect if like the stunt double was like eating a sandwich, puts on the mask, <laughs> and it comes over. Uh, the the gag reel is great. The gag reel is very uh, perfect. I like the um, the whole exchange between TJ Miller and him once once he shows him. What he actually oh, looks God. like. They go on and on. For like five minutes, TJ Miller's just like spitting things out. And I'm like, oh my God, you could have put any of those into the movie and it would have been just as hilarious. In all honesty, that's like you and I when we go out though. Yeah, pretty much. You look like this. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that though. You are haunting. You look like an avocado has sex with an older avocado. And like not good. And not like, good. Like, like really hard and like, aggressive. Like there were problems <laughs> in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that movie's just full. It's so quotable. Oh yeah, and it's filled with just like things you can just say in normal yep. everyday conversation. I guess for us, normal. <laughs> but um, our normal, our normal, which is very strange. Yeah. So, star ratings. Star ratings. You go first. I'm gonna go first. You go uh, first with star ratings. I'm gonna give it a solid four, four okay. or five. Um, it was way better than I expected. Mm-hmm. It did not hold back in terms of the source material, which I have to respect because any, yes. any comic book movie that, that takes the source material so much, I have to just be like, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really kind of stops it from being perfect is it's generic superhero story. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I hope that when they do the sequel, which we'll, I guess we'll touch base on probably. Oh yeah. Um, I hope that they, they got their origin story out of the way. Yes. Let's, let's really, let's go crazy with Deadpool. Oh and, yeah. But also within reason, because mm-hmm. if they just keep going bigger, because they're gonna get probably triple the budget. Oh yeah. Um, they're gonna go. They're gonna add in new characters. Um, Maybe get some more X Men. More X Men. Um, I hope that they just don't lose the soul of Deadpool, because sometimes yes. that happens when you get a, a movie that's so yep. unexpectedly successful, and then they're like, "Well, then we have to go bigger." Yes. I'd rather they kind of. I get that. Yep. I'd even be okay if they stayed with the generic story. Oh, yeah. And at least it, as long as they poke fun at it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, solid four yeah. for me. I give it a four or five. Almost perfect. Almost I was, perfect. I thought you were going to give it the coveted five. No. Um, the only reason I don't give it a five, um, mm-hmm. I was actually thinking of it, but just like you, it's just simple. Yeah. Um, too simple. Like, yes, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of like, think of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where the out of the shadows, oh, yeah. right? Where the script is basic, but it works perfect for that type of movie and Dream, those characters. Starbucks, basic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, it works, but they could have, I felt like, took a little bit more risks when it came to the story yeah. and execution. Um, that's the only reason I'm not giving it a five, but it's definitely a four or five for me. They would have just made it a little bit more riskier with the story. Mm. And it worked, and if it worked, it could it could be a five. Also, um, there are times in this movie where 
you can see the lack of budget. Yeah. Um, perfect example is when they, and it's one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. It's when he, he does show up at the X mansion. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but the, um, the doorway of the X mansion, like that scene, the way it's mm-hmm. shot, the way it looks, it just looks so different in comparison to the actual mansion. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that's just a green screen thing. Cause they probably did it on green screen yeah. or they just didn't match it up properly with how the mansion, like mm-hmm. the interior of it looked. And I also because they couldn't, We've seen this mansion. Yeah. Well, A, the mansion itself is very famous. It's in a yes. lot of movies, TV shows. Yeah. Um, but we've seen so much of it from the other movies mm-hmm. that I don't know why it just did not gel. Yeah. And it also looked... Deadpool just looks super awkward standing in it. Yeah. Because the X-Men universe is just so not costumey. Mm-hmm. Um, and But like he says his favorite... my favorite, One of my favorite lines. You know? yeah. It's almost like the studio ran out of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, those, those kind of moments did take me out yes. slightly. Fair enough, but um, yeah, that's pretty much our little review on Deadpool. Long waited, we even yes, we, 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 we needed the perfect timing for it. Yes, and I think we hit it, um, because you know we we the DVD did come out a month ago or so, something like that. Um, and you know just been too busy with our TV shows and so yeah, now our TV shows are all done. It made it perfect for us because we could have. We were able to rewatch it. This way, we didn't miss out things for you guys. You know, we did not talk about though, really no. quick. Uh, the soundtrack. Oh, I I love the music yes. in this movie. Um, very nineties. Very nineties. We had uh, "Shoot" Shoot by Salt and Pepper, which I still have on my iPad. Like <laughs> I can listen to that song too. Yeah. Uh, X gonna give it to you yep. by DMX, which was uh, a fun. That was his cue the music song. Yeah. And uh, the Deadpool film mix. <laughs> Probably more Captain Deadpool. Nah, just Deadpool. Um, <laughs> probably one of my favorite specifically made for a superhero yeah. theme songs ever because mm-hmm. we don't really have too many of them. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel had a great score. Yes. Um, Avengers has their score music. Yeah. But there are no theme songs. Captain America might have had, it had one with like, you know, when he yeah. did the montage of him selling the war bonds. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nice to have a theme song for a superhero. Yes. I always think it's a lot of fun. I agree. But, uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about our post credit scene and potential sequel? Our Ferris Bueller? Our Ferris Bueller. <laughs> that scene was so perfect for Deadpool. Yeah. It's over. Go home. What are you still doing here? What, you thought that there was going to be, like, Nick Fury wearing it, or Samuel L. Jackson wearing, wearing an eye patch? And then uh, he pops back out. Ah, I'll tell you the one thing. <laughs> You can't even. You no, can't even right I now. can't. You, I'm gonna get you that same bathrobe. Oh, I know, right? I would rock that bathrobe. You'd you wear it to work. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I know you would. Say I would. We're going out tonight. You'd be wearing it. <laughs> Go home and the mask too. <laughs> Go to home. All the ladies. Um, hello, ladies. <laughs> I'm actually Ryan Reynolds for this. But uh, he mentions having cable. For those of you guys who yes. don't know, cable is the. Uh, the time-displaced son of Scott Summers and a clone of Jean Grey. Yes. Not the real dream. It, comics are weird. I don't know how they're going to pull this one off. But, um, yeah, he's from the future. He's got cyborg parts. Yeah. There's been a lot of... They haven't cast him yet. But nope. um, I know the big ones are... Uh, who's the guy from Mad Men? The main guy. The main guy from Mad Men. Uh, when we hear his name, we're going to be like, oh, him. Uh, yeah. They got the Pain. Ham. John, John Ham. Ham. John Ham. There you go. Ham. <laughs> That's Ham, something else. Pain's underwear. <laughs> um, but uh, John Ham's a big one that, that have been that's been passed around. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Perlman? I think Ron Perlman was was mentioned because we still have not gotten Hellboy 3. Yeah. And uh, the guy who played the general in Avatar was another one. Yeah. Keira Knightley, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that pretty much does it for our episode, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have much else to say. Uh, about it. Yeah, no. If you guys have any, if you you want to share your thoughts on Deadpool or anything like that, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, and how can I do that? Well, the easiest way is on Facebook. You can search the Multiverse Fancast. Uh, we're very excited because our friends on Multiverse Fancast, who's called Wade Wilson, who likes all of our stuff. I'm yes. pretty sure he's going to enjoy this episode. <laughs> if not, he's going to write in or yell at us. But uh, Facebook is always the best way. We post all sorts of different things. We uh, Articles, news articles, and then the occasional funny, funny. meme. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, the Satchel Podcast Player, and Podbean, which is our uh, motherboard where all of our podcasts get uh, fed through. And make sure if you guys give us a listen, you can take us mobile. And just leave us a star rating, review, like, comment, sh- uh, subscribe, share, all that cool stuff. The more you guys uh, share our very unique brand of podcasting, <laughs> the, the better it gets and the more guest stars. Um, hopefully, we'll get a, our uh, an episode out for New York Comic Con, which uh, we did get our one-day ticket to. <laughs> we will be there the, the Thursday. So if you guys are there, make sure you... Uh, Look out for us and keep an eye out. Yeah. We're gonna get t-shirts now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then of course we are on Twitter at M V F Ancast. Yes, you yeah. did it. You did it. I did hook down phonics when I was younger. <laughs> took a long time for me to get that Twitter handle down. <laughs> took you very long to get hooked on. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> but uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, keep a lookout for that. That's Ronnie's forte. I kind of do more of the Facebook stuff. Yeah. Yeah, keep an eye out. And I can't wait to see what Ronnie names this episode. Oh, me too. Yeah, I know, right? I'm very excited. Just so you guys know, Ronnie comes up with all the names for our episodes. I, what was the Arrow episode we just did? What did you call it? Um, From from Dark to Light. Yeah, and one of our friends was like, that's not how you spelled dark. <laughs> I was like, well, actually. I, I pushed my glasses up, <laughs> and I actually had to go out of my glasses yeah. to do it. I actually do wear glasses, too. You do wear glasses. <laughs> So that works perfect for me. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm Ronnie. And I'm Mags. And we'll see you guys in a flash.